0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Wind chills in the 20s here early this morning, 30s to around 40 degrees for the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: And right now we've got 39 degrees downtown at DuPont Circle, 36 in Germantown, and it's 39 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 1259.
2: You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
3: WTOP News.
0: Facts matter.
1: Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter coming up. Uh, In April, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments over whether Donald Trump can be prosecuted for election
4: interference. Also, a big step forward to transforming the decaying RFK stadium site. I'm Dick Iuliano.
1: Thousands of homes and businesses across our area remain in the dark this morning because of the earlier strong winds. And Maryland falls uh, to Northwestern. It's 1 a.m.
4: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts.
2: I'm Christopher Cruz. President Biden and former President Trump will both be at the southern border on Thursday.
5: President Biden will be in Brownsville meeting with U.S. Border Patrol, law enforcement, and local leaders. Rice University's
4: Mark Jones says the president has to prove to Americans that the migrant crisis at the border is a priority. Biden's narrative is, I take the border and immigration seriously. I had a plan. Republicans blocked it.
5: A few hundred miles away, former President Donald Trump will be in Eagle Pass, where the Texas military recently took control of a local Park, Chris Fox. For CBS News, Austin.
2: The Supreme Court has granted Special Counsel Jack Smith's request that it decide whether a president is immune for prosecution for what they do while they're in office. CBS's Jan Crawford.
3: I think they had to take this case. I mean, even under Supreme Court rules, when you've got an issue this tremendously significant under the Constitution that's never been decided, which this case is, that's the kind of case you want the Supreme Court to have the final say. And they've set a timeline that means they could have a decision by the end of June, which is what Jack Smith had asked
2: for. Fast-moving wildfires have burned a massive path of destruction in Texas, where the governor has made a disaster declaration in 60 counties now. CBS's David Malkoff is in the Texas panhandle.
0: Firefighters in the
6: Texas panhandle racing through miles of flames, struggling to get them under control. The Smokehouse Creek fire is the largest. It started on Monday in Hutchinson County and has already burned more than 850,000 acres. That is bigger than the state of Rhode Island. It was absolutely
2: unreal. One person's been confirmed dead in the fires. The FAA has told Boeing to come up with a comprehensive plan within 90 days to fix its quality issues. It says the company has systemic quality control issues. The order followed an all-day meeting with Boeing's CEO, David Calhoun, in Washington. FAA Administrator Mike Whitaker said Boeing must commit to real and profound improvements. Thursday's Leap Day.
7: It has nothing to do with leaping amphibians. It all goes back to Roman times and Julius Caesar. If he didn't add that extra 24 hours to the calendar to make up for the quarter-day extra it takes for Earth to complete its orbit, the seasons would get all messed up and summer would fall in December. There are about 5 million Leaplings, people born on Leap Day around the world. The next Leap Day won't happen until 2028. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
2: Crowds have lined up in San Francisco to see and smell the rare blooming of an endangered tropical flower. The corpse flower releases a pungent odor for one to three days when it opens once every seven to ten years. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly
4: Auto Parts.
1: It's 103 a.m. Thursday, February 29th. It is 39 degrees, clearing windy and cold lows dropping into the 20s in parts of our area. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. In an unusual display of bipartisanship, the House passed a bill that would allow, the DC, uh, would allow D.C. the rights to redevelop the deteriorating RFK Stadium site. The bill would open the door for a potential Washington Commander Stadium
4: in the district. With the prospect of adding commercial and residential space to the RFK site, D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says it's a big win.
7: This bill would allow D.C. to create a mixed-use development. And to generate significant revenue for D.C.
4: Most Marylanders in the House voted no, hoping the state holds on to the Washington commanders. Prince George's Glenn Ivy says the bill gives D.C. an unfair advantage.
8: It's most certainly not a level playing field when one interested jurisdiction receives a free transfer of federal government subsidized land.
4: Mayor Bowser says the win is a significant step. Delegate Holmes Norton says she'll work to get it passed in the Senate. Dick Juliano, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the Landover Stadium where the Commanders currently play is
1: getting a name change. The team confirms the WTOP it will now be known as Commanders Field after FedEx terminated its contract for naming rights at the end of last year. It was done as part of uh, the sale to, of the team to Josh Harris. The team says the new name will stay until it is able to secure a new sponsor. More on the decision now from WTFE's Mike Morello.
5: FedEx says it's making the decision to leave the deal two years early so it can focus on its broader NFL sponsorship. And the commander says they're looking for a new sponsor. With the news, Matt Winkler, who teaches sports analytics and management at American University, says...
6: Well, I'm not surprised.
5: He says there were signs FedEx was moving in this direction during the Dan Snyder era when the company sent a letter to the team.
6: Saying if they don't change their name, they will drop their naming rights deal. So... That was the first sort of canary in the coal mine, but
5: a very serious one. He expects to see a short-term naming rights deal with another sponsor, though he says finding the right one, as the Washington Nationals know, could take some time. Mike Marillo, WTOP News.
1: It is tw- uh, 1.05. Thousands of homes and businesses across area without power this morning because of the strong winds that moved through on Wednesday. Dominion Energy says nearly 6,000 homes and businesses in Fairfax County, Virginia, without power right now. And in Loudoun County, nearly 4,000 Dominion Energy customers are in the dark. Keep it here on WTOP and we'll bring you the latest on this. And New this morning on WTOP, a man and a girl were shot and killed in Prince George's County on Wednesday night. Police say it happened sometime before 9.30 p.m. at a home on Stansbury Lane in Landover. When officers arrived, they found a man, a woman, and a girl suffering from gunshot wounds. The man and the girl died at the scene while the woman was taken to a nearby hospital with serious injuries. Police do not believe the shooting was random. It's also unclear if the three people shot were related. New safety concerns this morning about the metro system. The independent agency that oversees Metro Rail Safety says some train operators are listed as being certified even though they have not gone through all the proper training.
2: This comes from a new report released by the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission that orders Metro to identify employees who haven't been properly certified and to ensure that they do get the proper training within 90 days. The commission says nearly 10 years after a train filled with smoke near L'Enfant Plaza killing one passenger and sickening dozens, there are still safety concerns related to smoke on the rail system. Specifically, the commission says some train operators have been listed as being certified even though they haven't done a required demonstration showing that they know how to use an environmental system shutoff device. That's the kind of device that can stop smoke from quickly entering a train during an emergency. Nick Linelli, WTOP News.
1: In a statement, to WTOP, a WTOP, Metro spokesperson says, quote, we received an order from the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission regarding train operator certification. At last week's board meeting, we proactively shared the steps we are taking To address these concerns while we continued to work with the safety panel. Unquote. Parents and neighbors in one DC community are stepping in to make sure students are safe crossing the street on the way to school. They say it's in response to drivers speeding, running red lights, and not stopping at crosswalks. The story from WTOP's Scott Gelman.
9: It's really risky for the kids crossing. It's like a highway.
8: That's how parent Allison McGill is describing 11th and G Streets in Southeast D.C. near Tyler Elementary School. She's been spending mornings there to help kids cross since the fall of 2022.
9: So I have a vest and all that stuff just to make sure it's a little bit safer for everybody.
8: McGill is working with Councilmember Charles Allen on making the area safer for kids walking to school. We just see people that are driving way too fast and get in patient and aggressive. Her husband bought her extra insurance just in case.
10: Because I've been almost hit numerous times that we thought that might be wise.
8: Allen says DDOT is exploring short and long-term fixes, but he suspects it may be more of a design problem. Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
1: And coming up after traffic and weather, Wall Street record numbers have ebbed as of late as investors await today's new inflation data. It is 108. Michael and Son's heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic of weather on the eights. Let's go to Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center.
5: Southbound 95, uh, right at 294, the Prince William Parkway in Woodbridge. Watch out for the accident involving the tractor, trailer, left shoulder, and the left lane blocked. Already have the work zone southbound 95. It's between 123 and the Prince William Parkway. It's in the main lanes. Left lane is getting by. There were some earlier delays because of these two incidents, but uh, nothing uh, much anymore as the volume very light As So as you come across the Araquan, be prepared for the flashing lights, but you should be able to get by without too much difficulty. In Fairfax County, they're working on this Accident affecting Columbia Pike at Moncure Avenue. That's over in Bailey's Crossroads. They have rescued the patients. They're on the way to various hospitals, but the accident vehicle remains on the scene. Looks like a tow truck is on the way. That should be cleared shortly. US 29 near Nutley Street, right lane on the westbound side of 29 remains blocked, waiting on the utility company there. That was a down tree and some pull on wires in the roadway. Also in Fairfax County, they tell us that Crest Drive and Clifton Road, also US 29 at Clifton Road, watch out for the traffic signals at those intersections not working properly. Uh, police on the scene and traffic control devices to help you get through. But use caution as you make your way through those two intersections in Fairfax County. In Wheaton, Georgia Avenue between Casey Street and tree to May Street, watch out for the downed tree in the southbound lanes. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to Sam the News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson.
0: Blustery and cold and feeling every bit like winter again. Wind gusts have been coming down from the 50 and 60 mile per hour winds that were recorded earlier. Early this morning here we'll have wind gusts around 30 to 40 miles per hour, 20 by the afternoon. And expect a day where temperatures will start out in the 20s to mid 30s but with wind chills in the low to mid 20s, boy it's going to be cold. Just shy of 50 degrees for an afternoon temperature under sunshine. Wind chills may touch briefly on 40 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: And right now we've got 38 degrees uh, with a feels-like temperature of 29 outside the WTOP studios uh, and it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25 percent on decks, pavers and fences. Six months no interest, no payment. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's take it to Joan Donaker.
7: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street's been backing away from last week's records, while investors wait to see the data due out this morning on inflation, a particular measure the Federal Reserve likes to examine when making its interest rate decisions. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg expect to see inflation still rising above the 2% level the Fed would like to see, but not quite as fast as the last year-over-year reading. A unique lawsuit targeting the world's top meat packer, Brazil's JBS. New York State is suing the U.S. unit of the company, claiming it misled the public about its environmental impact. The food industry's climate footprint makes up about a third of global greenhouse gases. Oprah Winfrey will leave the board of the company formerly known as Weight Watchers and donate her shares to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. She won't stand for re-election to the board, that to eliminate any perceived conflict of interest over her decision to take weight loss drugs, shares fell nearly 25 percent post-market. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on
1: WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, we found out Wednesday that there will be no federal government shutdown. For now, we will go in-depth with the Washington Post next. It one twelve.
3: Calling all dog lovers. Mark your calendars for April 20th and join the community at Oronaco Bay Park in Alexandria for the third annual ALX Dog Walk event. Join up with 500 furry friends for a scenic two-mile walk down historic Union Street and alongside the picturesque Potomac River and stride together towards a plastic-free and sustainable future. Explore a sustainability festival, groove to DJ music, and enjoy a dog competition with prizes for six winners, a dog obstacle course, dog tattoo art, bubbles, park games, a delicious baked goods, and morning coffee boost for those who bring along a stainless steel cup. It's a plastic-free and zero-waste event. You'll love the drawstring goodie bag with a T-shirt, dog bandana, stainless steel straw, and other treats. Plus, enjoy an adorable doggy topiary silent bidding table where you'll have the opportunity to take home a unique piece of art. Join ALX Dog Walk for a day of wagging tails, laughter, and making a positive impact. Register at ALXDogWalk.com.
8: It's 113. Icing Smiles is a nonprofit organization that provides custom celebration cakes and other treats to families impacted by the critical illness of a child. Our goal is to create a custom cake for the ill child or their sibling that provides a temporary escape from worry and creates a positive memory during a difficult time. Memories have magical powers. Long after the cake is gone, the memories linger. Memories of the kindness of a stranger of the sweet smells of a special treat, of the smiles and laughs of a normal childhood experience so often stolen from these children. These memories are why we say it is so much more than a cake. We are not a bakery. As a matter of fact, Icing Smiles doesn't even have an oven. We rely on a generous team of volunteers spread throughout the U.S. to fulfill our mission. Visit www.icingsmiles.org to refer a family for a cake Sign up to make a difference and support our cause.
1: Coming up, a bill in the Virginia Assembly concerning campaign finance reform met its fate Wednesday. More news in 60 seconds.
2: No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life.
8: Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through.
10: Whether it's obvious physical challenges
8: or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it.
2: I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids.
8: Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again.
6: Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have
2: reached out for help. And hear stories of strength and recovery at MakeTheConnection.net.
0: Washington's top news, WTOP, facts matter.
1: It's one I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. We are no longer expecting a federal government shutdown this weekend, but lawmakers on Capitol Hill will have, have only bought themselves a little bit of time to work out their spending plans. WTOP's Dimitri Soda speaks with Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell about another Band-Aid to keep the government open into the new month of
10: March. But it's not a deal to fund the government for the rest of the fiscal year, which is only about seven months left of it. It's just to punt down the road. It's to extend government funding while they process and vote on half- of government funding bills that are called the easy ones. For the other tranche of government funding bills that are not going to be passed next week, more complicated. Set that new funding deadline for March 22nd. That is the date we're going to be watching because that includes difficult conversations around the Department of Homeland Security and Border Security, the Department of Defense, and all of the policy provisions that Republicans and Democrats fight over, including abortion. And so there's still big fights ahead. But for now, the government will be funded after Friday.
4: Is this whole situation putting Mike Johnson's job in jeopardy as House Speaker?
10: Mike Johnson's job as Speaker is always in jeopardy. He is struggling to maintain widespread support. He has members of the right who are frustrated with yet another short-term spending bill. He has members on the right who are angry that he did not not get more policy wins. And he has members who are threatening to vacate him from his job as Speaker if he puts Ukraine funding on the floor. So This is, once again, a difficult time for Speaker Johnson, who is just running into roadblocks from his conference on a regular basis.
1: That's Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. She's co-author of the early 202 newsletter. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The Supreme Court agrees to hear former President Trump's claim of immunity from prosecution in his election subversion case. Congressional leaders make a deal to avert a partial government shutdown uh, this week. The House passes a bill that would allow the district to redevelop the crumbling RFK Stadium site. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead, where it is now 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go back to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center.
5: Thank you, Rich. We're going to start in Maryland at the Bay Bridge where the wind restrictions remain in place. These are phase two wind restrictions that means sustained wind speeds of forty eight to forty nine miles an hour. so house trailers, empty box trailers, other vehicles vulnerable to high winds are prohibited from crossing the bridge. Watch for police help if you're driving one of those types of vehicles as you make way or try to cross the Bay bridge and because of those wind restrictions, no overnight road work at the Bay Bridge so the two lanes are open going to Kent Island and the three lanes are open coming back and not seeing any delays again if you are able to cross the bridge just be very very careful you can expect some gusty winds uh ride on route 50 between the bay bridge and the capital beltway looking okay with all lanes clear Also in Maryland, uh, not seeing any delays anywhere on 295 or 95. Everything running well, and all lanes are clear. Likewise, 270 good between Bethesda heading up to Frederick and back. Uh, However, uh, be prepared at the Nice Bridge, which is between King George County and uh, Charles County in Maryland. Wind warnings remain in effect, affecting the Nice Bridge. Use caution as you cross the bridge, but not seeing any major delays. Meanwhile, in Virginia, southbound 95 uh, near the Prince William Parkway, Excuse me, the accident involving a tractor-trailer left shoulder in the left lane blocked. Already up the work zone, southbound 95, between between 123 and the Prince William Parkway. It's in the main lanes. Left lane gets by. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now
1: let's
0: go to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Winds are slowly easing, but boy, they have been whipping for the early part of the night, with gusts around 50 and 60 miles per hour. By early morning here, expect wind gusts around 30 to 40 miles per hour. It's a stiff wind out of the northwest, down to about 20 miles per hour by the afternoon. And a day that is at least going to be brighter, but boy, feeling every bit like winter again. Under the sunshine, expect wind chills in the 20s this morning, and in the 30s, upper 30s, for the afternoon. We'll have an actual air temperature just shy of 50 degrees. Meanwhile, on Friday, lighter winds, but we'll start out with partly sunny skies, clouds roll in late, and some rain for Friday night. I'm 70 It was Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: And right now we've got 39 degrees in Old Town Alexandria, 41 downtown in Penn Quarter, 36 degrees up in Columbia, Maryland, and 38 degrees outside the WTOP studios. And it feels like it's 29 out there right now. Brought to you by Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, will you soon be able to legally buy recreational weed in the Old Dominion? Maybe. We'll have that story next. It one twenty-one.
6: Former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz knows for a guy, buying jewelry is a daunting task at most stores, but not if you go to Diamonds Direct.
8: It's very simple and very easy process for a guy to go in there and not be overwhelmed.
6: Mitch found Diamonds Direct and has been back many times buying jewelry for his wife, Brooke, and he's never felt any pressure.
8: They're going to educate you about what you're looking for, what the diamonds are, how the process works. At
6: Diamonds Direct, we respect both you and your budget.
8: I think everyone's kind of searching for value. You don't want to be taken advantage of, and Diamonds Direct is leading in that regard. You're going to feel really comfortable there. You're going to have a good time. You're going to find something that looks amazing, and that you're going to get the best value for it. So
6: if you're worried about getting sweaty palms when you walk into a jewelry store, relax. Take Mitch's advice and enjoy the experience at Diamonds Direct.
8: We have definitely recommended Diamonds Direct to friends, to other teammates. Everyone else who has been through there has had as awesome an experience as we have.
6: Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com.
3: At WTOP, our listeners matter.
5: Now we're coming up on a election year, and we're going to be inundated. And one of the things I like most about TOP is I can trust their information.
0: WTOP, Washington's top news.
1: It is one twenty-two. A bill that would have banned elected officials in Virginia from spending political donations on personal expenses like mortgages and gym memberships has met its fate the campaign finance reform legislation was defeated by a voice 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 vote in a house of delegates committee on a thursday i should say wednesday virginia is a national outlier for lacking such a ban the state allows unlimited campaign donations from individuals corporations and special interest groups advocates in the general assembly have been trying to put personal use restrictions on candidates spending for more than a decade they say they'll try again next year. Virginia's Democratic-controlled House and Senate have agreed on the outlines of a legal market for recreational marijuana. What we don't know is whether Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin will sign, veto, or amend the bills coming out of the legislature. The Washington Post reports the Democratic plans would have the marketplace up and running by May of next year, administered by a state cannabis control authority. Retail sales would be taxed at a rate of almost 12 percent, higher than the 9% tax rate in nearby Maryland. The General Assembly legalized adult possession of small amounts of recreational marijuana in 2021 when Democrats were last in charge but put off the complicated job of establishing a regulated marketplace. The school year was just a few weeks old when 16-year-old Jada Medrano-Moore was shot to death outside Duval
4: High School. Wednesday night, three more teenagers were arrested and charged with her murder. Police have arrested two 18-year-olds, Raymond Richardson of Lanham and Cameron Anderson of Landover, and a 17-year-old Lanham boy who is charged as an adult. The three, along with another 17-year-old from Glen Arden, who was arrested last September, are facing murder charges for the girl's death outside her school. Police say the girl was walking on Palomar Drive after school when two groups began fighting. Detectives believe the girl was shot when she tried to intervene. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News.
1: And again today, no Fairfax Connector bus service uh, this morning. There's an ongoing strike among the drivers and mechanics against their contractor, TransDev. This marks one week since the walkout began.
3: Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP.
9: And here's Rob Woodfork. Maryland fell to 7-11 and in the Big Ten with a 68-61 loss to Northwestern on their home floor. The biggest issue was shooting 38% overall, including 2 for 22 from 3, Kevin Willard.
8: I thought we got some good open looks early and what's happened with us at, against Rutgers and a little bit against Michigan State. It's kind of just we missed some good looks and it kind of just affected us the rest of the game.
9: In other games of local interest, Virginia topped Boston College. Navy and American each won in advance of their showdown in the regular season finale and VCU was a wire-to-wire winner over Rhode Island. On the women's side, Caitlin Clark surpassed Lynette Woodard for the most points in women's college basketball history tallying a 33-point triple double in Iowa's blowout win. The NFL Players Association released its second annual report card for the 32 NFL teams and the Commanders ranked dead last for the second straight year, earning Fs in five of the 11 categories. We discussed it in the latest D.C. Sports Huddle, and Dave Preston sees an opportunity for Washington. A report card you can view is... Oh, my goodness, you did so poorly, but this gives them a
2: roadmap of where they need to go and, yeah. when, and where what ownership needs to improve upon. And after factoring in minus thirds for the three F minuses, the <laughs> GPA has now been adjusted to 1.27. Just,
9: oh, man. That, that sounds yeah. more like us. More of us talking, the NFL Combine, and a potential trade up for Caleb Williams in the D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever.